0: we're in and we are recording hi Patrick
1: hi how you doing Jacqueline
0: I'm good thanks for sitting down with the Ambry podcast you and I met a couple weeks maybe a month ago through a common friend of ours and she said that you were doing amazing things in real estate community and in writing so I'd like you to introduce yourself and your business
1: um My name is Patrick Williams and um, the company that uh, I currently own is a uh, small real estate investment company in uh, LA. It's called urban property ventures. And we're doing a lot of good things in the community right now where we're doing, um, we're partnering with uh, nonprofit organizations to provide a lot of co-living in the inner city. So that's kind of what urban properties is doing right now. And uh, we're getting a lot of traction and there's this, uh, huge uh, thing about this homeless issue that's going on in LA right now. And we're, we're really participating in that a lot. So, um, we're really happy about it. The the partnerships are going really, really well. And, um, uh, we're actually placing a lot of people in our homes right now. So that's, that's very, very good.
0: That's exciting. So tell me a little bit of backstory about urban properties and what is that as a business model for you? What, what exactly is that?
1: Yeah. As a business model. So I've, I've been in the, um, kind of real estate investment world for probably over 20 years or so um, originally from seattle so i'm a transplant here to la so i've been here for about five years um but really what it was important for us with urban properties is to um we do a lot of invest reinvestment in the urban um and urban centers they're called infill areas so they're basically um Um, dense areas within L.A. So we do a lot of work in South Central L.A. So Mm -hmm. what we try to do is provide a lot of um, affordable housing, um, I guess, um, uh, opportunities to our clients in in those areas. Um, As you know, it's very, very expensive to live in L.A. So um, what we think we'd like to do is uh, by providing a lot of these co-living shared housing, um, developments and, and projects that we're working on right now, it, it actually provides a really good opportunity for people to live in live in the city, live and work in the city.
0: Wow, uh, and in, the- in an affordable setting.
1: Yes, in a very affordable setting. So there, we're doing room sharing. They have their own rooms. We have a lot of open uh, common areas, co-living spaces. Uh, so uh, living rooms and and uh, barbecue areas, and we're, we're developing some new things where we're developing uh, in-house uh, uh, work, kind of like co-working spaces. So they're nice. always kind of like co-working, co-living spaces.
0: So this is different than transitional housing in the traditional sense.
1: That is correct, that is very correct. So we're seeing a lot of um, things that are happening uh, in the marketplace where we're one, one paycheck away from you know being homeless. Mm-hmm. There might be families, single men, single women, um, and they're living in their car or they're, you know, these are people that actually have jobs, but they just can't afford to, you know, get an apartment, right. rent a house or something like that. So it's um, so we think we that we're kind of filling that gap and we got a, we're getting a lot of um, a good response. You know in that and doing that and um we kind of have a motto is you know it's do good and make money And if we can do good and make money you know in the same instance that's a good thing
0: right and you do you do have to do both i like that that you said that do good and make money because you got to make the money to keep doing the good right so very true uh, um so you mentioned that you're establishing partnerships and it's really a collaborative you're a big part a big player in in the community i feel like why is that so important would you say in your line of work cuz real estate people think yeah. of real estate and you're just you're looking at properties you're investing in properties you're selling properties you're repurposing properties but you're talking about partnerships collaborations and why why is that such a big component
1: um it's a big thing for for me and for for the partners that we that we kind of uh Collaborate with and invest with because um, we have a thing where it's, we want to, uh, you know, if you're not owning your own community, um, it's a big thing for us, you know, so whether you're owning the real estate or you're participating in businesses in the area or you're participating in what's going on in your community, that's a huge thing for us. So um, we get a lot of passion about reinvesting in the community and this is kind of how we do our part and um so it's not just about you know um people think it's you know just about building houses selling houses or repurposing something and selling it off and there's a lot of you know regentrification that's going on so it's important for us to kind of impact that and provide a, a different source of um i guess living environment and building community within you know the communities that we're working in so that's that's really really important
0: um you said you were you you were a transplant here where did you yes. originally come
1: from? i re- i'm originally here from seattle so seattle. that's why that's how i got here so i did a lot of the same things in seattle but um i come from the tech industry so that's kind of originally how i landed here uh, with a, a, a small tech startup in irvine
0: mm-hmm.
1: i exited that company about two years ago so, and then got back into real estate. So that was, you know, kind of a huge passion for mine. So passion is real estate and tech. And what I've tried to do is kind of merge the two together and it's really worked out well. Uh,
0: would you say going into the, first off, why, because you were doing real estate and, and, and things like that before the tech industry, when you went into the tech industry, what drew you to that to begin with?
1: Drew me to the real estate side of it?
0: Tech.
1: Oh, the tech side. Yeah. Um. I'm just a, I'm a tech junkie. so Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's and I've always kind of it's weird. My whole career has always kind of been whether it's are um, service tech companies, So, mm. you know, this company is very similar, like an Angie Celeste or a home advisor or something.
0: Oh, OK. Like that.
1: So they've always kind of been involved around service, construction, technology, real estate. And we just found a really uh, neat little niche. Uh, Uh, probably about five years ago and we developed this, uh, some partners of I developed this company. Uh, We ended up uh, uh, selling it to a company in Irvine and I worked there for about three years. So that's kind of what brought me here. So real estate has always kind of been the foundation of it, you know, the real estate. So um, it's something that I wanted to get back into and being in the community and kind of seeing and partnering with the people that we partner with in the community that really gives us a great deal of purpose and uh so it's it's fun at the end of the day we have a lot of fun doing it
0: how important is it do you think because it it sounds to me i mean you you're in an entrepreneurial and self-starting industry to begin with but then you start a company you sell a company you work at that company and then you enter back into the self-starter and the building so it's not like would you say that passion has to play play a big part in if you are going to align yourself, because you did mention that as well, that you had to align yourself back to what you love to do. And that was the foundation. Is that alignment? Is that your success? And is passion playing a large part in that alignment?
1: Yes, you hit it. right. You, you got it correct. So it's you have to be extremely, for me, I think when people are extremely passionate about You know um, what they're doing whatever it might be whatever endeavor you're getting into that's the driving force that's what gets you up in the morning that's what gets you going um and then if you can match your passion with your skill set then i think you have kind of a winning recipe there You know, so and that's what I, you know, it takes you a while to figure that out. But it's for me, it's I've kind of aligned my I I really am passionate about real estate. I'm really passionate about community, um, investing in the community. And it kind of fit where I could match in my kind of uh, my tech background and kind of my skill sets. And so 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 to me, it's kind of it's a win win all the way around. So every day that I get up, I'm like, hey. I'm doing some good out here and um you know it just feels good to to kind of you know mix the two together but it's hard it's it's not easy to to figure that out and everybody's always trying to figure out what what that is
0: yeah and I like that you said that it's hard because people think well as long as you're doing what you're lo- what you love you never work a day in your life and you know things things will be easier and I will say, and I'm I'm curious on your thought on this, but when you do find that alignment and you're working in that alignment, even your hardest day is still easier than the worst day of doing something that you hate.
1: That is correct. <laughs>
0: and that is so true
1: isn't 100%, it 100 100 true at least for me it is
0: but there's still some anxiety and some fear like what if this doesn't work out or what if what if that partnership falls through or what if this happens do you know what i mean right, right, well how do right, you work right. through that
1: um a lot of it is just um i i think that people look at different you know different ways about you know whether it's failure or it's success or you're learning lessons or whatever i look at it always like it's it's just another way not to do it you know so if you fail at something or it wasn't successful um then it's another way to kind of tweak it um, try it a little bit different the next day and as long as you have that underlying passion there you can you know you get up the next morning hey you're right back at it you know hey i'm gonna try it this way so um you know that's kind of what i think about that so it's you know it's uh
0: And you've gone into really diving into what success is about and what the different insights of success are Mm -hmm. and how did you dive into that? And what is the, you know, the the result of that dive?
1: Um, the result of that dive was a book. Yeah, yeah, that was a book and, uh, the book is called failing to success. So it was, um, it's really, when it boils down to it, I've been wanting to do this for probably about 15 years. And I said, you know what, I just have to kind of do it. And Mm. it was something to where it was um, kind of my life, my career, my life and how things have worked out. I've had lots of, you know, I'm a kind of a serial entrepreneur. So I've had lots of failures. I've had some successes along the way, but that's really what it's about. It's you're always failing to the opportunity of success. And, you know, so I, I wrote a book, um, it's going to be out in about two weeks. And, um, we interviewed, it t- probably took me about a year to interview a lot of different people from whether real estate development to we interviewed some people that had been on Shark tank and got some investments successfully to teachers to, um, you know, um, we interviewed some, uh, kids that were, um, in, in the base in in, in baseball and in athletics uh, uh kind of um junior league uh, sports so it, it it was a combination of a lot of different people that we put together and the common thread is always they failing to success and what do they think about that and how do they look at that and I what we found that. is the common thread is that they look at it as alert a stepping stone it's not it's not failure it's they are learning lessons to you know to lead them towards that successful goal or event or whatever they're trying to achieve.
0: I love that. And there's, there's so many books out there about how to be successful or, you know, how to, how to start and all of that. And it's usually written from a point of view of the author, right. Mm -hmm. And, and their own story. I love that this is a book full of stories of different perceptions. And you're talking about, you're asking basically, what I ask my audience every day is to think new and change your world. Like just try it. Right. right. And you're offering all of these different perceptions to the same concept. Right. Did you yes. always know that that common thread, was that something that you somehow internally always had, or was this something that you learned? Was there ever a moment where you thought, ah, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. Done.
1: <laughs> to, honestly, it, 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 it's, it's no, not for me, because it's I've always been since my early 20s, I've always been passionate about entrepreneurship. You know, I was fascinated yeah. by, you know, how to build businesses and how to, you know, uh, build companies. And, um, you know, so for me, it was something that was I've kind of lived it. You know, and I've experienced it. So I thought, if I'm doing this, are other entrepreneurs doing this? Are other people, whether you're not an entrepreneur, you're in the, um, you know, you're in the professional world, you know, trying to move up the corporate ladder, still the same threads exist. You know, whether you're trying to build a business or become the next CEO or president of a company. So, so that's what the commonality is all there. And so that it, it was really interesting. For me to kind of do this over this uh year period of time because it was a learning process for me i'm like wow i learned a lot from it too just by interviewing all these different people so it was isn't
0: cool. that the best i yeah. love it. i love being able to sit down and talk to people like you um in the pre-interview you had said um you had you had stated it's a hundred percent you've got to own your community yes. and that hit me and I was like, well, let's pause this pre-interview. I want to talk a little bit more about that. And I asked you why that community ownership was so important to anyone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what did you say to me?
1: Um, I, if you're, to me, I think if, if you're not participating or you don't have participation in ownership and in, in your own community, then, um, It kind of dissembles the fabric of the community you know and things that happen in the community whether it's uh yeah whether it's voting whether it's uh how your community is being developed whether it's parks or homes or affordable homes and a lot of these things are existing within you know kind of la right now so i think that um a huge component for that ownership of that community starts with homes and that's where I'm at. So I'm in the real estate investment development world. And if it doesn't start with the foundation of the home, um, then where do you go? So it has mm-hmm. to be the home is the foundation of it. And then you start building out businesses, um, whether you're building out community parks or you know a lot of these other things that build communities. Um, so that's that's very, very passionate. And you can do it in a lot of different communities, but I love the intricacies of dealing with um, inner city urban areas and dealing yeah. with different people from different walks of life. You know, whether you're in LA, you see it, you know, yeah. from the very high to the very low. And everybody should have access to the community. It doesn't matter what your income level is.
0: Right. And that connection, when you become a part of that, um, like you said, it starts pulling at those threads when people aren't in ownership, when they're not participating in that community. So when you start becoming part of that thread, do you feel like it makes, especially if you're trying to conduct business in that community, or you're trying to help impact and and shift that community to something better, it's, you have to do that. It makes the community stronger, but do you think it gives back to you and makes you stronger?
1: Um. I do. I, I mean, I kind of look at that twofold. I look at it a bit, look at it as not being selfish. It's it's something that um, that kind of has to be done, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and there's not a lot of we do. We have a lot of partners who are involved in the community and do a lot of great work. And what I like to do is be a part of that. You know, and by me being a part of that, yeah, it gives something back to you. You know, self satisfaction that hey, I'm actually participating in helping solve the problem and build a community. And if I can bring my passion, like I said, and my skill set together to help do that, I think that's a good thing. Kind of,
0: kind of help. It, it. I, I would imagine it helps refuel your tank a little
1: bit. It does. It really you know? does.
0: You're like, I've got, I've got my community depending on me to show up today so i gotta i gotta show up today right (laughs) i think your book is going to expand your community ownership
1: though i I hope so i hope so i think it's um you know initially it was something that i wrote for myself because Mm -hmm. i feel that you know i needed to put that message out and like you said there's lots of books out there so we try to make it a little bit different and with the stories and Um, at the end of each chapter, we have more of less kind of a homework section. So it's a really, I wanted to do how I read books. I read books that I'm passionate about that become like a workbook, you know, and then I can always go refer back to them and say, Oh, what happened here? And, you know, write some notes in it. So that's kind of how we wanted to kind of uh, develop the book and it's really coming out great. And I think, um, a lot of people will get a lot out of it.
0: I'm excited about it because you're the first book that I've heard of that. You have people that have started businesses, and then you have professions as well, all in the same book. And you are actually showcasing that common thread yes. through what success means. And I think that that's so important. It's lost on so many
1: people. It does. It gets lost. You know. And I love everybody that. Everybody defines their own success, and that's really the, the underlying message of the book: is define your own success and what that might be. You know, it doesn't have to be always money or fame or, you know, it could be community uh, investment, you know. And so it really was just about, you know, define your own success. And I think if people get that fundamental message out of the book, then I think it's a win.
0: That is a win. Where can people find your book?
1: Well, they're going to be able to find it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. and um so they can go to our website it's uh www.failing the number two success.com and then uh we'll be able to give give away some free copies there for for some of your uh participants if they want to go there and wow. yeah, i'd love to talk to them about it and sign the book for them and yeah
0: oh that would be amazing so just to make sure i have it www.failing the number 2 success.com. Uh-huh. Perfect. Oh, that's perfect. Awesome. I'm curious. Um what is some of the advice that you would give to others that are not certain. They have a passion, they're getting ready to start. They don't know. They don't know how to embark. What what you got? <laughs>
1: That's that's always the the, the tough thing that um, that a lot of people always ask me is mm-hmm. you know how do you how do you get started? A lot of people have passion about something, but what's the first step? And that's really the hardest thing is the first step. Mm-hmm. So the first step might just be um, you know to 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 try out whatever your passion is. For for example, if you want to. Um, you know, start a dog walking service or something like that. You know, it could just be as simple as, you know, hey, put some flyers out in the in the community, and um, you know, we start walking dogs. It's you know, it's that simple. So it's really just about. I mean, a lot of people make it really complex, but sometimes it's just about starting without all mm. the technology, and you know, and then we could do business plans and decks and all of that good stuff. And but at the end of the day, it's just like start out with the basic thing, what's your passion build from that and start that's the main thing start and then if you fail along the way okay it's not you know you're not you're not you're not a failure you're failing so you're learning and take some of those lessons and just kind of tweak it and keep going and most
0: importantly, if you start and you fell along the way, make sure you write those down and notate them because Patrick might come up with another book and he might need to interview you. You're going to want to recall those. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so if, if you're feeling down, you're like, man, I missed the mark. Oh, I don't see how, you know what? Patrick would love this story. Let me write
1: <laughs> this
0: down. And I think I joke, but I really do think that that could serve as a motivation because that is another thing that I absolutely like is that you took your own experiences and you kept moving, you know, when you started this, you started, but then you kept moving and you kept building and that's the key, right? Is you have to keep doing that. And then you went out and you said, I still don't know everything and I want to find out more. And you asked everybody and they confirmed it.
1: Correct. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge thing. It's just, you said starting it's like you will never i mean i learned more every day than you know 20 years ago so it's mm-hmm. like you're i think that's that's part of the attitude you know you have to always be willing to learn and you know you, you never have the final answer it's always mm-hmm. kind of an experiment going you know and once you dial in on something that you know that works you know then you've kind of figured it out you'll know that hey i can kind of double down on this idea and kind of move forward. But um, the biggest you know advice i have is just start start small doesn't have to be anything big you know but once you start um that's kind of the catalyst to kind of you know keep going
0: do you have this way about you that just exudes uh not your you're confident of course but it just it, it you're almost as though you're like here have some have a little bit of confidence have a little bit of a little push you're okay yeah. You do you know that you have that?
1: I, I don't. I really well, don't. You. I just, I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm a passionate person. I'm mm-hmm. passionate about what I believe in and and what I do, and I think a lot of things just kind of, you know, evolve back to you know, kind of the community stuff that we're doing right now. I, I look at that the same as you know whether you're helping an entrepreneur start a new business. It's kind of the same thing. You know, it's it's building that community. And um, if someone can learn from things that I failed from, I'm more than willing to, you know, help them along, you know, because it's a a big space out there. And there's a lot of room for, you know, development and people to grow their businesses and grow their personal lives. So um, that's what it is.
0: That's what you do. Yeah. Because a lot of people, especially other entrepreneurs, are not going to admit that it is a big space out there, that there's room. And I love that you do that. Yeah. That's what it is. It's the non-territorial. It's like, come on in. I got you. It's going to be fine. There's right. enough room for all of us. There is. What is, um, what's the big uh, project or um, next step for your for your company that you're working on right now?
1: Um, the next step for us is really just kind of, you know, in 2019, we were, um, as you know, it's just, you're an entrepreneur, kind of, Developing the model, you know, what does the model look like? And we're at the point now where we've developed the model and we have all the systems in place. So now it's just about scaling, you know, mm-hmm. really about how can we impact more people? And that's really what's about the the more people that we can impact with our product and our services, and that is that's the goal for 2020. It'll be the goal for 2021, you know, to to keep impacting people's lives and um that's yeah that's our direction and we're going to kind of steadfast with that and you know we're always tweaking the systems failing to success to get a little bit you know but i think that's 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 what we're going to do for the next probably two years and then um do we start looking at other cities possibly you know Mm -hmm. we're looking at that right now can we go to some other um, urban cities that are still having some of these struggles within the community and if we can help deliver this product and partner with other organizations, that becomes kind of the vision for the next probably five years.
0: Wow. Well, if you make this, I mean, and you are, I mean, you're 2020, you're busy.
1: We're really busy. You're so
0: busy. <laughs> yeah. um, and because this is beca- being a success here in LA, you know, just doing anything real estate here in LA and, uh, you know, affordable and, and, uh, the ability to, to offer ownership and property and to all people, if you make that model work in LA, I can't imagine why you couldn't replicate that over. Did you, why did you choose one of the toughest real estate oh, markets?
1: <laughs> I, know, I get asked that all the time. It's like why there's so many other markets that you can go to. Yeah. Um, there's whole
0: on the other side of the country, you could buy for one, the price of one house here.
1: <laughs> um, a lot of it is was I'll be honest with you. It was, um, a challenge. It was a challenge. Wow. I figured if you can do it in LA, you can pretty much do it anywhere Cause this is a very, very hard market to deal That's with. True. Lots of competition, uh, home prices are through the roof. You know, so we figured if you can make this work in L.A., you can definitely do it in Seattle. We can definitely do it in Portland. We can definitely do it in Dallas. You know, right. so some of those are some of the markets that we're looking at right now. But um, these coastal communities, um, cities are expensive. Yeah. San Francisco. And so it was really a, it was a challenge. That's mm. really what it was. And, that,
0: uh, that's part of the recipe, I think, too you have to love a challenge you can't or at least not be scared of it right
1: there you go you have to not be scared of the challenge so it's you know i'm not gonna lie it's it's very challenging every day but as long as we're you know we're 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 moving forward not backwards You know, and a lot of it really deals with just dealing with and and building partnerships with a lot of the organizations that we that we work with who are experts at what they do. Mm -hmm. And if we can just provide that real estate component for them, that's that's the key. That's the winning recipe right there. So you can't do it all on your own. People think oh, I can do it. No, you need need a village to do it. (laughs) So if
0: people wanted to reach out to you on the real estate side, where can they go?
1: They can um, just email me uh, Patrick um, at urbanpropertyventures.com, and uh, yeah, I can feel feel free to email me, and I can talk to you about anything real estate related, community based related, co living, um, some of the things that we're involved in. And we're always looking for you know passionate people that um, you know if they're interested in those things, and we can help them kind of move the ball forward in their lives. That's a good thing.
0: Wow. Okay. Let me make sure I have this right. Patrick at urbanpropertyventures.com. Uh-huh. Done. All right. Well, is there any parting words of advice and on alignment, on real estate, on book writing, on anything that you have that you yeah. can leave with our audience?
1: I think the main uh, takeaway from this whole thing is um, kind of going back to the book is, you know, failing to success. Failing is not a bad thing. And people, we've always kind of got that at a young age, you know, know, that uh, being a failure or, or failing at something is bad. And it's really not. And if you look at it you know and once people start reading the book they'll start seeing that there's a lot of successful people and most of the most of the most successful people that we've interviewed um, have failed many 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 times so it's a it's not a zero-sum game so it's you know it's <laughs> you know you're gonna fail probably more than you succeed but for that one success that comes along the way that's you know that's 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 the golden gym. That's what we're all looking for. And um, if we can give back and you know and, and be part of a community and have that passion, that's that's what drives you. So the main thing is start. You know, yes. just if you're passionate about, it, just start. Start small and learn along the way.
0: And if you need to ask questions, you have an email address there to you do go. that. You know, just start. <laughs> yes, well, I want to thank you for sitting down. This can I just tell you. Uh, first off I've, I enjoyed our pre-interview. I've been looking forward to, uh, our actual interview for quite some time. You are an amazing individual. You're doing amazing things out in the world. I can't wait to get my hands on that book. Um, I'm going to be, please, please email me so I can share it all out to the masses and to the world. Uh, but can I also just give you a little bit of a prop and a pat on the back? I'm not gonna have to edit this interview at all. Like okay. this was the like I just gotta mix in some intro and some outro. <laughs> okay. You're an amazing interview subject. Have you interviewed?
1: I to be honest, this is my first interview, my first um, get out of town. Interview. Yeah, I, I, I talk a lot to people, but I don't I don't interview. So okay, I well, I appreciate the platform and um yeah, this has just been great. it's, it's good.
0: Well, I'm, a, I'm, I'm going to pitch you to other podcasts, but you're also going to have to do a book tour. And if you're, <laughs> if you're feeling any sort of feelings about that, just know you're going to do amazing. I, cool. I mean, this was the greatest.
1: Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I really oh. do. Well, good. I want
0: to, I want to wish you the best of the weekend and uh, take some time for some self care. And please send me as soon as it launches, like midnight if it is. I want to know the link. It's live. It's ready to go. And we're pushing it, pushing it, pushing it.
1: You'll be the very, very first one. Trust me. (laughs) Because
0: I can't wait to read. It's just right up my alley, asking a bunch of people, a bunch of, I mean, come on. Of course (laughs) I want to read this book. (laughs) Of course. Uh, Well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Go have a great rest of your day. And um, for our listeners out there, um, uh, the majority of my patrons are in Texas, so they're probably at the rodeo right now, which is happening because it's go Texas. Um, But any of the listeners on the podcast um, out here, go ahead and prepare yourselves for a couple of weeks to go to www.fillingtosuccess.com to get that book. And if you have any questions, real estate, community, entrepreneurship, uh, just career-wise, just development, um, you can email Patrick at urbanpropertyventures.com. If you're interested, if you're a fellow podcaster, I know I have several, if you're interested in having Patrick on your show, which you very well should be, you can go ahead and email him at the same address all right thank you so much patrick
1: thank you have
0: a great day
1: okay all right right.
0: right. bye 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 -bye. thank you to our supporters without you guys we couldn't keep bringing you a show week after week a special shout out to our co-producers jay beam and t martin you ladies rock thank you so much If you would like to support the show, any listeners out there, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash join forward slash Anbry. 100% of dollars that are coming in for the Ambry podcast is going to help a victim of domestic violence this month for the entire month of March. I'd like to thank you in advance. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thank you. Bye.